Hello everyone, this is Tiffany Prophet, PGY4 from Spectrum Health Lakeland, speaking again on our Spectrum Health Lakeland Emergency Medicine Podcast, our community-based program where we focus on training excellent residents to take care of anyone, anywhere, at any time. I am fortunate to be speaking with Dr. Mancini, our illustrious program director again. Dr. Mancini is going to discuss audition rotationing in this uncertain COVID world. Thank you, Dr. Prophet, and thank you everyone who is listening here today. Obviously, there is uncertainty as it relates to audition rotations during the COVID-19 pandemic period, and some of you will likely only have one rotation in order to have some experience in emergency medicine, and we really want to make sure that rotation is successful for you and has the outcome of having a very good slow at the end. So these keys today that I'll speak to you not only transmit during this uncertain time of COVID-19, but they transmit even during upcoming application or rotation cycles. It really comes down to the three Ps for audition rotations. Plan, prepare, and perform. And I want to focus on the first one of plan. It's really, really important that before you start your rotation that you've done some research on the hospital you're going to. You want to know what their availability of services are, what services they render locally, or maybe what services they have to transfer out, because that will affect some dispositions. And it just looks good that you've actually done some research on them, of their ED, their faculty, you know by name, and you've done some research on their individual residency programs, so that when you do have dialogue with you and faculty members during your rotation, that there's some common ground of the actual discussion. So again, it's very important that you plan ahead before you walk into that ED, and you've done some research not only about the hospital, but about the actual ED department and program. Next is preparing. Really important to complete all your onboarding in a prompt manner and respond quickly to emails anything pre-rotation documentation that needs to be completed or requests. Again, many of these requests and these onboarding are provided by an EM residency coordinator or manager. And for you of those that don't know, many of them are involved with selection of residents into residency program. So you don't want to frustrate them. You most definitely want to be timely. You want to be able to be designated as the person that gets things done promptly. And in addition to preparing for the actual rotation, you should do some reading on the field of emergency medicine and have some understanding of some core risk stratification tools, such as the heart score or PERC score. Now, we don't expect you to know everything about emergency medicine when you walk in the door, but we do expect you to know some basic risk stratification tools and some basic disease state so that we can further expand upon those. And later on, I think I'll touch on how you actually should perform on an actual rotation. Thanks, Dr. Mancini. Plan, prepare, perform. Can you give me some concrete examples of some tips and tricks on how to excel in your audition rotation? Well, this goes back to how to perform. Now, one of the most important things about your performance is really based on your actual behavior and your professionalism. First and foremost, 
you should never arrive too early or too late for a shift. If you arrive an hour before your shift, that provides some area of criticism. But if you're arriving late for your shift, that definitely is providing a significant amount of criticism. So you definitely want to show up at least 5, 10, maybe even 15 minutes early before your shift. Remember, when you're on shift, it's all business. Refrain from any inappropriate dialogue or discussion. And most definitely, never ever disappear for extended periods of time, meaning that you are leaving to take a phone call of something irrelevant to the field of medicine, or you've just taken an hour break to have lunch. Remember, the ER is always fast-paced. We always need providers never knowing what's going to walk through the door. Again, with professionalism requires a positive attitude. Negative attitudes are never welcome in the emergency department. When you talk down to others or maybe talk down to nursing staff, That never provides a team-oriented, positive environment. Remember, these nurses are likely to communicate with the program directors, other faculty members of exchanges they've had with you. And if they like you, that bodes extremely well. Remember, never get too comfortable in the emergency department. And what I mean by that is you're building mentorships. You're building faculty relationships but they're not personal. Remember, always be cognizant about personal space. Uh, Stay away from and refrain from being a social butterfly. You are working in the ED, and this is very, very important professional work. Never be a gunner. There's many, many ways of interpreting this, but gunners very much like to show themselves being much better than others, and that sabotages the entire feel of the emergency department. We need team players. And when gunners or individuals who are sabotaging the interests of themselves versus the interests of the patients of their team, that is never a person that we would want to work with on a consistent basis in the emergency department. Entitlement. Boy, I could speak forever about entitlement. But again, remember, no one owes you anything. So if you want a great experience in the emergency department, you have to be an active learner. Don't sit and wait for people to tell you what to do. Be actively involved with patient care. Again, one of my students in the past said I didn't want to interrupt what the nurse was doing. And I've told them, well, you should help them with whatever they're doing, which means that There isn't a nursing job that should be beneath a medical student. Again, help out with getting an EKG, help out with an IV, help out walking a patient, help out rolling over a patient so that we can appropriately look for bed sores. Again, being a team player, helping out the nursing staff is so vitally, vitally important. During your rotation, you're going to get a ton of feedback. You're going to get feedback that is going to be eye-opening, You're going to get feedback that helps promote your ego a little bit more. But I want to be cognizant to feedback. Feedback is extremely difficult to give. And when you're appreciative that someone is giving you feedback, whether it's positive or negative, that's very, very important. We all want you to excel in the field of emergency medicine. We all want you to get better day in and day out. So feedback, whether positive or negative, as long as it's constructive, is really there to help you and help you out. Those are a lot 
of tips as it relates to professional attitude and having a great attitude because they will allow you to appear and always look interested in all cases that you see. Remember, when you're in the emergency department, all eyes are on you. When you're actually seeing patients, don't spend an overt amount of time at a patient's bedside. And what I mean by overt, I'm saying one or two hours with a patient's H&P. That is too long to be sitting trying to get an H&P in the ED. And all of you know that the ED is a very fast-paced environment. And remember, focus on the limb and life-threatening conditions in your differentials and focus your questions based on that. Again, you want a focused history and physical that focuses on the limb and life-threatening scenarios. When you walk into that room, don't accept someone else's differential. Don't accept someone else's medical decision-making. Don't get other people's opinion. In my way of learning is that you should go find out for yourself. Don't believe other people's recommendation. Read up on those things. That's your time to ingrain yourself in the disease state that you're seeing, and you can figure this out yourself. So again, don't be a copycat and don't accept other people's history. Go find out yourself. Another important thing to always keep in mind is never try to create more service recovery for your faculty or your residents. And what I mean by that is when you have a disorganized presentation that doesn't take a SOAP type of format and you move from the subjective section to the plan section and back to the objective session, the assessment section, you've created a disorganized presentation that no one can have time to listen to. Remember, most emergency doctors have an attention span of less than eight seconds. So if you don't get me on the first couple of statements, you're going to lose me right off the bat. Finally, don't provide impossible expectations to the patients and families when you are seeing these individuals. You are new to this. So by telling them that you'll be quickly seen and the labs will be back in five minutes is unrealistic. So be careful about the type of expectations you are providing to patients because it takes so much more time to discuss the true expectations of emergency care with the family after the fact. And that just provides more negative vibes on your rotation than we really need to even focus on. Those are my tips and tricks. Perfect, Dr. Mancini. So tips and tricks, positive attitude. Go ahead, work hard, help out everyone. Don't sabotage the team and don't create unnecessary expectations. But please have a good attitude. We're a team taking care of all these patients. Dr. Mancini, are there any myths that you'd like to bust today about audition rotations? I think a couple of things that we need to make sure that we realize is we know medical students are attempting to make themselves shine during this rotation. But as faculty members, we all know that medical students come in with a variety of background as relates to emergency medicine, medical knowledge, and even just professionalism. So we try to customize to the learners every single day. And again, we aren't competing with each other. The medical students shouldn't feel like they're competing with each other because we all are learning at different speeds and levels. Another thing is if you're doing a rotation and an attending doc says, look, it's probably okay for you to go home, try to find something else to do during your shift because 
you want to be engaged. And what I mean by going home early is maybe the attending doc and you are not getting as long as well. And maybe during that shift, you should try to get some feedback to make sure that you are meeting his or hers expectations. So if they're asking you to go home early, please self-reflect on what you may have done during that shift that may not have aided or helped you be part of the team or engaged in learning. Some students feel like it's never okay for them to say they don't know something to a question. It's so important that we realize what our level of expertise is. It's so much better to say that you don't know a disease state or the complication or the therapy to something, and you immediately go look that up rather than pulling something out of a hat that we know as faculty members you truly don't have a clue about. Again, you're here to learn and we're here to teach you. We already highlighted nursing jobs. There are no nursing jobs. It's the team's job. So always be engaged with what is needed for your patient care. Maybe it's a placement of a Foley catheter. Maybe it's a placement of IV. Maybe it's just getting tissues for a patient who's crying. You are part of the team. And finally, do realize that the residents and attending doctors have been doing this for a while. In fact, when you go see a patient, they probably have a better idea about what the patient has even after you've seen that patient. So again, use those resources to help you with how you are planning on working these patients up because they have seen more of these cases than you have and they've experienced more stuff than you have at this point in time. Perfect, Dr. Mancini. Thank you again for taking the time to speak with us, to give us those plan, prepare, perform pearls, to give us all those tips and tricks, and to bust some myths. Everybody, again, this is Tiffany Prophet from Spectrum Health Lakeland, an emergency medicine community-based program where we focus on training excellent residents to take care of anyone, anywhere, at any time. Thanks for listening. Dr. Mancini, thanks for joining me. Again, thank you, everyone, for taking your time out to listen to me today.